Hi everyone, it's Roger here from What's On at DisneyPlus.com with a quick Disney Plus News Roundup. I'm going to be talking about the second season of Miss Marvel. I'm going to be talking about Dancing with the Stars and also how that new charter deal is going to have a big effect on Disney Plus moving forward. All that and more coming up in today's Disney Plus News, but before you go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest. So let's start off talking about Miss Marvel. Now the original series came out last year on Disney Plus and was a pretty big success. Maybe not as big as some of the other Marvel shows, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great and it was a great introduction to Miss Marvel who is going to be making her feature film debut later this year in the Marvels which hit cinemas in November. So obviously the series was used as a way of setting the character up for when she meets up with Captain Marvel and there's a big kind of big question mark about whether or not we're going to see the second season. Now we haven't heard anything. Now it's been well over a year since the series arrived on Disney Plus and usually by now you might have heard more about it. But obviously with the strikes and everything going on, that's pretty much like wiped out most of the summer. But the big reason why we haven't heard anything more about a second season of um, Miss Marvel is frankly down to whether or not the Marvels is a big success. During a recent interview with The Playlist, the Miss Marvel directors were asked about the series and they went on to say, no, we're waiting for the Marvel, so that will decide what the next step will be. So we're very much looking forward to that and I can't wait to see it, man. It's great to see the trailers and see the whole family back there and Aman Villani doing great work, so looking forward to it. So obviously I think that is the key thing, is they want to see if the Marvel's film is big enough to uh, basically warrant having a second season because I do think that the film will allow more people to check out that first season and just be more more into the character. Some people didn't check out the show because it was on Disney Plus and so I definitely see that's a key thing moving forward. The show didn't do amazingly well in numbers compared to things like Loki or WandaVision but things will obviously improve I think with the film coming out. Now the original Captain Marvel film was a huge success pulling in over a billion dollars but it was kind of sandwiched between Infinity War and Endgame when kind of the MCU was at its peak, so therefore that, you know, it helped boost it up. Obviously since then there's been pretty much like an online uh, campaign. Since then there's pretty much been an online campaign against Captain Marvel and about Miss Marvel and everything else. So this film is going to have a little bit of an uphill struggle to get audiences in. But ultimately if it is a really good film, that would definitely bring more people in. I'm looking forward to watching it. I want to see a second season of Miss Marvel, but also maybe just to have the character pop up in other shows and other films I think will be a good thing. I definitely think she's going to be part of like Secret War. But I also kind of feel like, you know, Disney needed to have strike while the iron was hot and kind of get um, Alan into doing more shows as quickly as they can because obviously she's getting older. And that's kind of a key thing with Miss Marvel with her being kind of a teenager. So you've only got a limited time to film this stuff, but strikes and all the rest of it and cutting back. Who knows? But hopefully the Marvels is a big success and then therefore that can lead to maybe a second season or some kind of spin-off maybe for Disney+. Plus. But yeah, would you like to see a second season of Miss Marvel? Love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. Yesterday we saw Pixar's latest film Elemental arrive on Disney+. Plus, So you can obviously watch that on there now. There's also a documentary on how they made it. But also Disney did add two brand new avatars available so you can go into the profile section and you can select either Wade or Ember so if you like either one of those elements you can kind of pick them so yeah it's always nice to have new options hopefully at some point they had some more because they haven't really added that many recently but yeah so if you like the film you've got two options now but which is your current Disney Plus avatar I'd love to know that let me know in the comments below Disney has announced a celebrity lineup for this year's Dancing with the Stars which is going to be returning on Tuesday the 26th of September so this is going to be live streamed on ABC it's going to be returning there but it's moved to Tuesdays and it's also going to be live streamed on Disney Plus in the US and Canada 
Don't know yet if it's going to be international. Hope it is, but who knows. It'll also be available the next day on Hulu. Some of the celebrity lineup include Tyson Beckford, who is a well-known model. You've also got Sochil Gomez, who you might know as American Chavez from the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. In addition to Alison Hannigan, who you might know from American Pie and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In addition to Maria Sorvino and also Jamie Lynn Spears. Now there's a whole host of other celebrities in there, and I'm going to be honest, I haven't got a clue who any of them are. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things that I saw all these pictures, I don't know who that is, don't know who that is, but um, it's a little bit, I'll be honest, it's a little bit of a weak lineup, but you know, they've always got to add them in. Obviously with the actors strike as well, some people might not necessarily want to be involved in it and whether or not they are available. So that's going to be a whole other issue. But this is hopefully going to be a big show for Disney Plus this year with it being airing on ABC and Disney Plus to get it out to more people. And yeah, you know, it was a, a big enough success in the past. Um, I don't know whether or not the shift to Tuesdays will help. Obviously they've had to do that because of Monday Night Football. But yeah, so let me know. Are you excited about this year's Dancing with the Stars? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And hopefully we all get to watch it. But let us know who you think is going to win in the comments below. So earlier this week, Disney announced a major new deal with Charter Communications, which saw Disney's channel return to Spectrum Cable. Now, there's been a carriage dispute, which is kind of normal, but this one was a little bit different because Charter was basically saying that the cable is broken and they wanted something different. They wanted access to Disney Plus and they wanted access to Hulu and ESPN Plus. Now, they did manage to get some of that, they did get um, ESPN Plus for the sort of premium tier and people on the basic tier are going to have access soon to the Disney Plus with ads version. However, there were some trade-offs. They did lose a whole host of channels, including National Geographic Wild, you lost uh, Baby TV, Freeform, Disney Junior, etc. So some channels that got lost. And I think that those channels are pretty much um, sort of on a chopping block in general. They lost about 20% of their viewing with all Spectrum people going. During a recent appearance on the March and and Orand sports media podcast, Disney's Justin Connolly was asked whether the New Deal provides a blueprint for other distributors like Comcast and DirecTV, where he went on to say, yeah, I think this is a straight answer. It certainly can be. And in many ways, especially on the sports side, we think about it in terms and whatever we might do with Charter is something we'll strictly be willing to do industry-wide. I think we really believe in the value related to sports content and especially for ESPN and how the template with Charter could be used with others. I think maybe the only asterisk that I've put on this that we've also been aware and I appreciate that different partners have different businesses and different interests. I mean, DirecTV and Dish are very different from Charter. The same with AT&T, Verizon, YouTube TV or Hulu Live TV. They're all very different in terms of their business aims and goals. But from our perspective, there is a template here that could work for all. And ultimately we have framed this for the eyes of the consumer. I think we have a proposition that works well for the consumer as we think about consumption patterns and where they're headed. I think we're definitely gonna start seeing this happening more and more with cable providers, where they're gonna be starting to offer the ad supported version of many streaming services, obviously from Disney's point of view when they come up for negotiations. And I suspect maybe even before then, they're gonna try and get people onto these add uh, sort of supported versions of Disney Plus because it's going to expand the reach which means they make more money on advertising that's the key thing here more subscribers means more money coming in but more importantly also means more advertising dollars and that's what they're looking for um, they're not just looking anymore just to try and get as many subscribers as possible they want as much money as possible and they make more money from people from watching ads it's basically double dipping. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to see much more of this. Um, that also means I suspect those channels that got dropped by Spectrum, they're probably going to be dropped as well. I wouldn't be at all surprised if other cable companies are now like been phoning up Disney going, yeah, we kind of want that deal. Could we make a new deal? Could we come up with something? 
yeah, I, I think that could very easily happen, especially if Disney is looking to cut its costs, etc. But yeah, I think this is going to be a big thing moving forward. I think we're going to see a big shift with those ad-supported tiers and also them being offered with cable providers. But let us know, what do you think? Would you like to see all these your different cable providers offering more subscription services included for less channels? Let me know in the comments below. Okay, let's talk about what's new on Disney Plus today. The major new release in Canada was the new film at Theatre Camp, which is also available on Hulu in the United States. It's also out digitally in the US and Canada. International releases are a little bit more weird on this one because the film actually only came out a few weeks ago here in the UK, so we're going to have to wait a little bit more for it. So I'm looking forward to watching it when it arrives, but let us know if you checked out Theatre Camp. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. So in our poll of the day, I asked you, do you think the new Spectrum Disney deal is better for Disney Plus? 79% of you said better, 21% of you said worse. I definitely feel like overall, while there's been a lot of push on the fact that sort of Charter got what it wanted and you know, that's all good. I do think Disney definitely got a deal here that they're happy with because they've now just been able to expand Disney Plus into a whole new area and just more revenue streams. Yeah, it's good. I think there's a lot of people as well that maybe, you know, don't like the idea of all the bundling going on and just add tiers in general because, you know, we all look back to the old days of streaming where we used to have Netflix for a really low price and that was great with no ads, but things are all changing and streaming is becoming the new cable and so we're gonna see more bundles and stuff together. But yeah, interesting to see most of you agree with the fact that Disney Plus is in a better position after this deal than before it. And our question of the day, which comes from Gunny, says it's crazy how Disney can cancel and delete so much content, i.e. for tax write-off purposes, they claim it can release even more content on Disney Plus. I thought they would slow down on releasing so much stuff on Disney Plus because they want to save costs. So this is a very, very valid point. You know, we are seeing this week has been a bumper week for new releases on Disney Plus. Lots of stuff, lots of great shows, lots of international originals. But the thing is the kind of the way in which they've been slowing down is going to take time to see. We're going to see the big difference. We're really going to notice it next year with all the strikes with stuff that's been slowed down, some of the things that have been coming down the line. You know, they've been in process for a while, but also you know, if they do slow down, it doesn't necessarily mean we're not, there's, everything's going to completely stop and suddenly we're not going to have as many. But I it's kind of a catch-22. We are going to be seeing less Marvel, we're going to be seeing less Star Wars, and we're definitely going to be seeing less general entertainment from like ABC and 20th. But also international originals, I think we are going to see a drop-off. I just feel like the scheduling like this week just seemed to be way off. I can't help but feel like, was it planned to be something? I, there just seemed to be so much. But also you've got to think the other way of, if you've got a, a Korean drama series coming out, and a Japanese series coming out, and a Latin American series coming out, you know, they're all being scheduled and put together by the local teams and it just happens to be a global release. I mean, they should have spread them out a little bit more, but yeah, there is a lot of content coming and we're gonna need it. Disney Plus still needs to have content, it's just, the, the idea of getting rid of a load of stuff, they basically deleted and removed a load of shows and films that most people either hadn't watched or didn't want to watch and therefore were just trying to save money. They saved over $2 billion by removing them because ultimately they were not popular. But that's the key thing, they just weren't popular and they're trying to get this new stuff on there too that is popular and I think we are gonna see much less but hopefully better content. But let us know, do you think agree with that or not? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. Remember to go check us out over at whatsonatdisneyplus.com and check out yesterday's video where we talk about a whole host of different shows including Black Cake. And on that note guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon, laters.